1: I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. I think we do is based
2: on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own the We watch this and that's what we call it. That's why I love There you have it. You have an insight to show
3: glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Welcome to Boot Camp, March edition. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hope you're happy to be here. always yeah. a good time at our boot camps. All right. So, the idea behind Boot Camp is this, okay? That, you know, on Sundays, we hardly have time to, you know, to dig really deep, you know, um, to pray more, to drink more of the Spirit, okay? It's, services are too short for that, right? But when it comes to a, a program like this, it's four hours, all right? We have more time, more time to study deeper, more time to pray, and more time to drink of the Spirit, all right? So boot camp for us is super important, all right? Sundays are good, right? But there are things you cannot do on a Sunday morning, okay? Because uh, of, of the design of our Sunday services, okay? But boot camps gives us the you know, opportunity to do everything. We can do it anyhow on a boot camp, all right? So we're a TGC member you know, you've got to be at boot camp. All right? You've got to be at boot camp. You've got to cancel every event you can cancel to be at boot camp. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So this morning, I wanted to, to talk briefly or longly. Okay, it's long, longly. my god, amen? <laughs> but it's important, okay? Um, I've been on this, on this research for, for a while. Um, I start, I skip, I go back. All right? I start it again. I stop it like because uh, it's, it's interesting. So, glory to Jesus. Amen. So this one, I want, I want to talk about, I want to vindicate God. I want to vindicate, vindicate God of the crimes he has been accused of. He <laughs> want to reasonably vindicate God. Okay, so when you read the Old Covenant and you see some, some of the acts, you know, um, accrue to God in that, in that book... They are interesting. All right. They are very interesting. So your logical mind begins to ask questions. Amen. Amen. That who is this God? Because when you read when you read about Jesus in the new and the God of the old, if you are if, if you're someone ask questions, wondering, they don't, they don't look alike. You know, see. People say God of the, of the covenant is upgraded. You know. <laughs> Some people say the one, God of, the one God of the old, that that God of the old was more sharp, sharp. That why is everywhere so, people are just so wicked. that God of the old laugh, kill them, sharp, sharp, and all that kind of stuff. All right, so we have important questions. All right? You know eh, you're what you worship. You are what you worship. You are what you worship. Amen? You are what you worship. All right? So your deity it's a reflection of your belief it's a reflection of who you are. Your deity reflects who, who you are or who you you know aspire to be. Alright. Glory to Jesus. The Bible says in Ephesians 5:1 to 2, you should imitate God as dearly beloved children. Alright? So you should Imitate God as dearly beloved children. You should be like God. So if I'm to be like God. I have to actually know God. The things he can do and the things he cannot do. Amen? Right, right. So, if I think God is mean, is petty, is vindictive, then how do I match it together? How do I make sense of it? All right. What I have to say says, and walk in love. So being like God means walking in love. So it means that God has to be love. So how do I marry love with those things we see in the old covenants? All right. So I must know, and understand God's character. So how do I do it again? If God seems inconsistent, if He's in quotes good in the new, wicked in the old, whilst He's saying, "I am God, I change not." I I am God. I cannot change. Amen. So if you do not change, kilo wa you know, <laughs> how do we make sense of this? In Exodus three fourteen to 6, thirteen to fourteen. God said, Moses, tell them I am. I am who I am. Sent you. I am who I will always be. All right. Sent you. Right, so, to say that God cannot upgrade, He cannot change, He can't get better, you can't improve on God. God cannot, imp- cannot be improved on. God cannot get better. God is God. You get it, Abby? For Him to be God, you cannot improve on God. God cannot improve on Himself. God is God. He's I am. Is I am. I am means I am, as in this, this is all you get I am. All right. So, if it does not change, how do you make sense of the disparity between the old and the new? Some try to, to explain this by saying, you know, some part of the Bible, you know, is not, let uh, me is not truly, truly God's word. Just try to make sense of the old thing, okay? People try to explain it in different ways. So there's this particular like guy, Marcion, in the early church after the Apostles, I think 200 to 400 years thereabouts, that said, you know, the only Bible book should be Paul's letters. Everything else should be discarded. Like, like, everything else is nonsense. That's, that's the guy's standpoint. Like, the only read Bible books should be Paul. Because why? It could not make sense of the God of the old. He hated them because they just looked too unkind. Just, like this one is not, it's not, it's not our God. Let's cancel everything. Let's only read the Epistles of Paul. Hallelujah. But that Paul said what? All Scripture is God-breathed. So that Paul that he said, let's follow, said all the books too, they are also god Breaded okay, issues, amen. Other people say everything that happened, you know, is to the glory of God, it's to, it's to the mysterious glory of God. people say, Someone died young, ah, it's to the glory of God. God, the one way of the other, gets the glory. Okay, okay, all right. Hmm. But we'll see God's glory in Christ. There is no is what answered prayers. His glory is in our joy being full. So, we cannot hide bad things under God's glory. This guy, John Wesley jo- 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 jo said something. John Wesley jo said to Cavanists. No Calvinists, right? Calvinists believe everything is the doing of God. Calvinists, they say everything is God's doing. Corona, Camryo, everything is God's doing. They even say that God chooses people that will get saved. So that God selects you, 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 many of them in not selected. So, F.I.R. Yes, that God chooses people that will get saved. The the, the scripture. So this guy says something. When they said that God of the covenant is His own devil, the God of the covenant is His own devil. You get that? The God of the covenant is who He calls devil. Amen. So, how do we make sense of these difficult passages? Now, if we say Jesus is good, is love, but Jesus Christ will say, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. John 14, 9. They told, Philip and rest told Jesus, show us the Father. And, we're not for, and the guy told them, see, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. John 5, 19, 19, 20 says, I only do what my Father doing. I only say what he says. So whatever I do or say, is the Father doing the works. John 10.30 I and the Father are one. Amen. John 8.58 Before Abraham, I am. In saying I am, it was called Exodus 3, where God told Moses I am. So he's saying that before Abraham, that I am, it is me. So that God in he don't like is I am. You know, God the Spirit, right? And God to them, writes to them in John that nothing before. He said, "You never seen, his, never seen God the Father's form or shape or voice." So, meaning, wherever you heard the Father speaking, wherever you saw a form, and it was God, it was Jesus Christ. Do you understand? So that I am, what He spoke to, really, 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 is Jesus. Amen. He said it now in John. I think it's in John one, it's in John three, one John one, it's in John six also. That he never, Yeah, John 6. He never ever seen God's form or heard his voice. But they heard a voice in the covenant. This, Moses saw the form of God in the covenant. What did he see? Jesus. Jesus. We call it um, Christophany. Christophany means appearances appearance of God in the covenant, okay? Appearances of God, of Jesus in the covenant, okay? Amen. Hebrews 1 to 3. Hebrews 1, 1 to 3. So we we'll say God cooled down. God grew up. You know how our, our grandparents cooled down for their grandchildren? You know that God cooled down in the new covenant, okay? He grew up and cooled down. <laughs> he cannot change. All right, are we there? Let's go together, everybody, together. Want to go, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophet at many times and in various ways. But in the last days, He has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things. And through him, he also made the universe. Verse 3, very important. Verse 3. Can we go together? The son is the radiance of God's glory. And the what? That representation of his being. That's that's what I want. Is the exact image of God. Amen. God and Jesus. Father and Jesus Christ, they are the same thing, they are united in everything. They share a character, share essence. God, Christ and the Father are one Is the image of God. So whatever God did, the Father did, Jesus also did also. They did an agreement. Amen. Their character is the same. Colossians 1, 15 to 20. Colossians 1 15 to 20. I cannot know you by myself unless you take over. Everyone to go. Wants to go. The son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of our uh, We can stop there. The son is the image of the invisible God. His exact image, his exact likeness as in he is exactly like the father. The son it's exactly like the Father. Hallelujah. So whatever God did, Christ did also. Amen. So you can't counsel God, the Father, and choose the Son. Same way also, you cannot, 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 can't, cannot counsel the Son and choose the Father. I and the Father are one. John 14, 6, He told them that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So they are in agreement, they are in unity. All right? So remember in Luke 9 55 to 56. Please give me an NKGV. I, I like, uh, let me show you something. Luke 9 5 to 56. Luke 9 55 to 56. Luke 9 55 to 56. Okay, let's, okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's, let's do two, two, together, two together. All right. Let's take the NIV first. The NIV is under. So in Luke look 54, Luke 54, um, I think it was 54. Go to 54. Everybody 54, 54. 54. All right. So James and John told Jesus that let them, you know, call fire from heaven to burn these people like Elijah did, and like Elijah did, okay? That they raised a year word. They bounced us. Let's call fire to burn them. And Fifty-five now. The Bible says, you know, look, let's, let's, let's go together. I want to get everybody. I want to go. But he turned and rebuked them and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. Fifty-six. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And, and the individual says, the Son, you know, Christ looked at them, rebuked them, went to another village. All right. So, going by this, it means that Christ. Don't worry, enter quickly and lock the door. Amen. I cannot know you by myself unless you take over. All right. So, it means that Christ would have rebuked Elijah. That's the meaning. That's the meaning. We can infer, you know, that Christ would have that, door is, that door is disturbing me. I'm looking at too much. That Christ would have rebuked Elijah. Okay. We see also the case where they brought a woman to him and said, She was caught in adultery, stoned to death. Now, they said the law Moses gave us that God gave Moses, you know said, stone them to death. Okay, now, since you are a child of God, you are a man sent from God. Okay, we're caught in the act. Stone her, can we stone her to death? And Christ refused to do so. Again, this like, like a contradiction. That if you said, if you are the same God, that like I said before, stone to death, why can't we now stone to... Amen, amen. Awesome. So we see God's love... You know, pronounced everything the new and even in the old. So, how do you marry the love with those things? See in John 3, 16 to 18. That for God so loved the world. Now, not, not so loved believers or so loved Israel. For God so loved the world. So, meaning that God so loved Egypt also. God so loved Babylon, God so loved the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's go to Jonah. Book of Jonah. Jonah 3. Let's go to Jonah 3 verse 10 first. So in Jonah, so God told this Jonah guy, go to this Nineveh Okay? Nineveh is not, not in Israel, right? It's Assyria. It's not it's not, it's not it's not it's not it's not an Israeli state. So God sent Jonah to a foreign country to go and warn them. Interesting. We we'll would think that God, God only cared about Israel. What why can in scripture where God sent prophets to other places? Interesting. So the guy got, you know, at first was like, I'm not going. Wanted to hide, right? And mm-hmm. while that happened, they threw him down from the from the from the boat and the fish swallowed him. Now that swallow was God's preservation. Well, it was grace at work. That fish swallowing was grace, otherwise so would have died, he would have drowned and died. Yeah. So that what happened there wasn't 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 punishment, it was God's grace to preserve him. It wasn't punishment. So it was grace to preserve him, it would have died. You know who would have died, Abby. Yeah. So being that fish's mouth was God's preservation. So, when he did the mouth of the fish, he repented. And when you read, John, when he read Jonah, Jonah 2 and 3, the guy spoke about God, knowing that God did forgive him. When he prayed that prayer, he prayed a prayer in like in past tense. That, that knowing that God will forgive. Very interesting prayer point. When you have time, when you read Jonah, Jonah, is like in four, four, four chapters. The guy prayed as though, knowing that God, He forgive me. The prayer was like, I know you have mercy. Abhi? So, in Jonah 3:10, no, Jonah now, you know, I finally went to, went to the place and asked them to preach and all that. And they all repented. The king himself, you know, scattered his body. They repented and said, okay, we're going to talk." to my son. Can go, can and Jonah 3, 10, they repented and they turned back to God. And it goes to Jonah 4. Jonah 4, 1. Jonah 4, 1. This is good. Jonah 4, 1. Let's go together. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong. And he became angry. So when people repented and God said, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to punish them. Jonah was angry. This seemed very wrong to Jonah. Now this anger is not just ordinary and vexing. Jonah was angry. He was fuming. As like, you see now, you see, he forgive them. He forgive them. He was visibly, he was angry. Let's go, let's, let's see, let's go together. Let's, let's go, verse 2. He prayed to the Lord. Isn't this what I said to the Lord when I was still at home? This is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that a a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Three. Now, Lord, take away my life. It's better for me to die than to live. Women are interesting, right? Women are very interesting. You told God, kuku kill me. He was angry that they repented. He said, "This is why not to come, because God, this thing they don't want too much." You tell us, tell a person that can Don't repent now. Say, okay, be going. Like, my rep is at stake. I mean, prophet Jonah, come from Israel to tell you this. It don't happen. Now, like I said, I'm lying. My rep, is at stake. Well, look at that. He said, "I know it. That you, you will just forgive them." Any not like you've you've learned that from, from, from from the anger. That's even in the old Covenant. Jonah boldly declared God's loving nature, even in the old. Awesome. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 1823. Ezekiel 1823. Ezekiel 1823. Once to go. Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, the clerks, the sovereign Lord? Rather, am I not pleased when they turn f- from their ways and leave? Exodus 3.11. 3.11. Are we together? 3.11. One, two, go. guy. Okay. 3.11. 33. Ezekiel 3.11, sorry. Ezekiel, 3:11. Thank you. <sighs> Everybody, want to go together? Are we together? All right, good. Say to them, as surely as I leave, declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather than turn from their ways and leave. Turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, people of Israel? Exodus 34, 67. I think you can skip that. I that, that's that's We can come back to that. All right. So, with this in mind, how do we reconcile some many parts that are more difficult? How do some things happen? Okay. So, before we go further, okay, remember to talk about some things in January, Bible interpretation rules, okay? So we said many rules. We said, number one, not number one, shall we said scripture best interpret scripture. Amen. I remember that. Scripture interprets Scripture. Scripture is, is the best commentary on Scripture. The Bible is the best commentary on the Bible. Okay? Scripture explains Scripture. Scripture what? Explains Scripture. Okay? So, we don't see, I don't see them as, as contradiction. see them rather as explanation. Scripture explains Scripture. We see also that the knowledge of God in Scripture, the of God is progressive. Is progressive in scripture. Okay? We see also that, that the New Testament explains the testament. The new explains the old. Where Paul will say these things you were eating from your father's kinical you canical that I revealed through to, 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 to you through the person apostle that God has sent. Alright. We see also, very importantly, that God spoke in a language, context, and it's you not know, you know, you know the culture he was in spoke in their language, their, their colors, and their idioms. He spoke in their idioms also. All right? Amen? We said the Bible is God-breathed, right? But man-written. So, it so was the breath of God walking through the minds of men to put stuff down. So, we see the culture, the language, the exposure of the writers. We said the way Paul writes, not the way Peter writes. You'll see that lawyer says in Paul's right? you'll see, You'll see it there. All right? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Awesome. So with that, let's pick some. Let's go further. So we see also that Satan is fully revealed as a destroyer. Right? Yes, sir. John eight forty four. John 8, Are we taking notes? Are we together? I cannot know you by myself. Unless you take over, I cannot see you by myself. Are we there? Holy Spirit, take over. Want to go? You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding on to the truth, but there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he's a liar and the father of lies. (laughs) John 10.10. John 10.10. John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life, and have it to the full. See, this is the devil's MO. This is this MO, to steal, to kill, to destroy. Acts 10 38. Acts 10 38. Acts 10 38. Want to go? Are we together? Um, what would they move about? Let's be together. Alright? Want to go? our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went around doing good. And healing all were under the power of the devil because God was with him. So Christ the healer, the devil the afflicta. Alright? Luke 1316. Luke 1316. Luke 1316. Luke 1316. Are we together? Can we go? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? All right. We see it again clearly in Scripture, that Satan bound her, not God. When people say, everything is more long. All right. Scepter five eight. First Peter 5.8. Plenty scriptures, just let's take them down little scriptures together. First Peter 5, 5.8. First Peter 5.8. 1, One to go. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Alright, let's stop there. So we'll see Satan fully revealed as the destroyer. All right. We see also he it read, he read as, as the tempter. Matthew 4, 1 to 5. Revealed as the tempter. I cannot know you by myself. <sighs> Once we go. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So who's, who's the tempter? The devil. All right. Clearly, the devil is the tempter. Let's go. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. All right? The tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of God, tell the stones to become bread. Verse 4. Jesus answered, it is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Verse 5. Then the devil took him. We can pause there. So we can see the tempter is the devil. All right, Genesis three, the same. So Genesis three also, the tempter, the serpent came. Okay, the devil. revelations twelve nine, Revelation twelve nine, Revelation twelve nine, Revelations twelve nine, Revelations twelve nine. Hmm 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 once ago, that great dragon was all down. That ancient serpent, called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray, he was all to the earth and his angels. So that serpent in Genesis three, who is the person? Satan, the devil. So we we'll see that you see is really written fully and it's clear. Okay, so it's the tempter. Thessalonians three, four to five. Thessalonians 3, 4 to 5, 1 Corinthians 7, 5. Is bootcamp, so we take plenty of the case. So. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Want to go? In fact, wait, i Amara. Ordinary <laughs> one shot of, of COVID vaccine. <laughs> Are you here? is he asleep? Is, you is awake? I, I miss seeing his face. This is says well. Please, not of one. When you take a verse, take it on weekend so you can sleep. You don't want to take it when you go to work. When you are driving, but we'll take it though. Okay, you should. Once you go, in fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that you be persecuted, and it turned out that way, as you well know. Verse five. For this reason, when I could no longer stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter attempted you that our labors might be. so there's a tempter and it's a devil. First Corinthians seven five. First Corinthians seven five. First Corinthians seven five. Do not deprive want to go, do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourself to prayer. They come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. If you might say, "Amen." Amen. amen. Oh, Where's Wura? Right. All right. So we we'll say again, Satan is the tempter. Let me just put this jarrah on this thing, because one day people will marry. You just put jarra, because you marry. Amen. I've seen spiritual people in quotes downplay sex, even in marriage. Someone, someone, someone I've heard before, someone, my wife likes sex too much. I'm like, dude, what's your work? <laughs> what's, your, what's your work? Amen. How come she comes, she comes when I'm, when I'm trying to pray? I ask her, oh, God. Oh, God. Go and do that and come back and do your prayer. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Do it. Why didn't you speak some tongues? It's nothing bad. Wow. Uh-huh. Come back and continue your tongues. It doesn't spoil tongues. I, pro- spoil, I promise it doesn't spoil tongues. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't spoil the tongues. It doesn't spoil the tongues. I, I wonder too. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. All right. Amen. So we see Satan as the tempter. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Okay, let's leave this topic. Hallelujah. Okay. So Satan is the tempter. We see also that sin gives room to temptation. Sorry, gives room to affliction. James five ten two to sixteen. James 5, 13 to 16. James five, thirteen to 16. Silence are so good. Uh-uh. It's very fast. Unlike, okay. I've I I, not given any, any scripture. I didn't give him my job before, before now. Really good. Let's go together. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing song of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Please pause. If you're a church elder, see your job to get the sick healed. I think, Egbe, Egbe, are uh-huh. you, call what do guys say? Uh-huh. So your, your job is to get the sick healed. With or without anointing oil. Get the sick healed. He's not going to show that I'm... You know, when they now ordain I'm a deacon, You not show that I... I mean, amen. Your job is that you have to get the sick healed. So, edge. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. All right. Fifteen. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. So, the sin can be because of a sin. It can be because of a sin. Sin is doing own goal. It's inviting affliction. Amen? So, we don't play with sin. We don't say, to be got to forgive. It's dangerous. It's own goal. 16. Alright? Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. So that you may the you see that? The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So sin also blocks prayers being answered. Righteousness, here yeah, is not is not not by grace, it's not by, by grace of faith. This one here means when you are walking, when you are doing your life. People try to excuse it. This one you see the context, you can see the context. It's About you know, not being in sin. Okay? Living righteously. This is the context of it. So yes, you are saved by grace of faith, right? But sin can block Prayers have been answered. Won't be affecting your prayer life, drop sin. So he says sometimes when they pray for you. And it's not, it's not what the pastor is like, ah, I prayed it did not work. You, but you didn't tell us what you are doing. You don't tell him what you are doing. You just pray and like wondering, why is, why is my lesson not flowing? Why is it not flowing? But you do not tell us. How you got your How did you get, get here? you do not tell us. And you know what you did. Like, you, people usually don't know what, what we are doing. Okay? He says, confess your sin. Let us know. Let us know how you, how, did how, did, how did we get here? How did we get here? How did we get here? Amen. So please, don't play with sin, okay? Don't play with sin. Alright. James 1, 13 to 17. Said that God doesn't tempt, doesn't tempt us with evil. Alright? Are we together? James 1, 10 to 17. Everybody wants to go? When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. See you. Uh-huh. For God cannot be tempted by evil. Nor does it tempt anyone. <laughs> 14. <laughs> but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire. Question. I'm coming. Unentized. 15. Then, after the desire is co- conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Sin is own goal. 16. <laughs> right, let's get together. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change like shifting shadows. So God is consistent. every good and perfect gift comes from God. So, you're not going to perfect. Don't say God gave it to you. Here's yeah, your question. You have to use the mic. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You ask it. Answer, 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 answer. Answer, Jerry. Yeah, quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Your worship is mine. You're the biggest. All right. The mic is working, now. Where I go? Why are you taking the mic away? <laughs> oh okay, God, you still preach one day. Use the mic. Another year on campus, you will preach one day. We will send you somewhere. <laughs> All right. To be to be okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. who tempted him? <laughs> All right, let me explain what happened there. Now, you can't, can as though God like took him there so that the devil can meet him there. He was led there and he was tempted there, but whatever way the tempter is still the devil. All right. Te- and he wrote it down in that same verse. To be tempted by the devil. Amen. Your worship, my worship is yours. All right. But it's clear. Tempted by the devil. Okay. Don't sit as though God took him there. So I said that I can meet him there. They did not do meet him. Okay. All right. But at the end of it, all, it's still clear that the tempter there is still the devil. All right. In the course of life, you'll be tempted. Okay, it's not because God are in temptation for you. Be the old man being a human man, you'll be tempted. It's not because God led you to it. Be, no, being a human being, you'll be tempted. All right. Glory to Jesus. Whatever way. Anyway, anyone anyway, want to see it, the tempter is the devil. First Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 10:13. First Corinthians 10:13. First Corinthians ten thirteen. Want to go, everybody? No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful, he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Max Mic, it loud. Is this too good? All right. But when you are tempted, it will also provide a way out. Like you. Can. Now this is what's happening here. That God, you know, reasonably shields you. Okay, he, he shields, he, God, like God restrains the world, In he restrains everything, not controls, more like restrains. The devil, by right of right ownership of, of sinners on the earth, controls the world system. So the devil has the right to be here, because there is sinners here, so he has the right to be here. Do you understand? So God is just, you know, restraining his activities, as in how, how far can, can this guy go legally? You get. So God, God like a like, like restraining factor. Until there are no more sinners, there'll be devil. And if there is devil, there'll be temptation. There'll be sin and there'll be sickness. You understand? When that there'll be a time when there'll be no more sin, no more sin. Clinical, clinical. Why? The one that brings those things taken away. So until then, while he's still here with us, okay, we have those things to contend with. We see also first twenty-six. 1 Corinthians 6, 26 that death is an enemy of God. Death, I'm I'm building up, okay? An enemy, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. So death is an enemy of God. Awesome, are you following? Okay, so before we go further, let 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 me just establish this. That God's judgment, take this down, is the unwilling and after several warnings, removal of his protection and constraints. I think you can just relax, okay? God's judgment, are we taking notes? Is the unwilling uh, after several warnings, removal of his protection and restraints. Removal of his protection and restraints. God's judgment is the unwilling and after several warnings, removal of his protection and restraints. It is God rejecting man, in quotes, after man rejects God. It is what? God rejecting man, after man rejects God and won't return to God. Did you get that? Good to see you. Good. Good. Okay? No, read Ezekiel e- 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 e over and over that he says God is unwilling for us not to, to die, even at like Israel. Repent, why will you die? As in like, why it's not necessary, okay? Let's repent and stuff like that. Alright. Second Chronicles 15 2. Second Chronicles 15 2. 2nd Chronicles 15 2. My worship is yours. Alright. Want to go? He went out to meet Asher and said to him, Listen to me, Asher, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. 2 Corinthians 24. Same, same, same book, 2420. 2420. 2420. Please follow me. 2420. 2420. Are we together? The Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, son of Jehodiah the priest... He stood before the people and said, This is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands? You will not prosper. Because you are forsaking the Lord, He has forsaken you. Okay, so they forsook God, and God forsook them. God has to respect your wishes. Let's use the mic. Hey. Please, you see people now. Wireless mic. Cable issue. Is your thought office? Ura, let me cast you online to everybody. This is why we the requiring is wireless because of a cable. It can't have more than 10K or 7K. Because people forget. That's why we don't have cable or 7K. So we are doing this. 7K cable. Okay. We have the money, Abi. It's not money as a problem. People are forgetting. All right. Let me, let me finish it. This is the eighth week of, man- of managing this eighth week. One, two, three, eighth week. And I've been saying it. Okay. Is the mic working? Is it on? I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on. Yeah, go.
0: Hello. Is it on? All right. Okay, I was going to ask how this like relates to the New Testament saying that God will never leave us nor forsake us and all of the verses about how God is with you. So, like, about God is much holding your salvation. Yeah.
3: It's just like, oh, God will forsake you. you, forsake you. Awesome. Now, straight. uh balance scripture with scripture, right? That God has to obey your desires. He has to, he has to, he has to, he has to grant you your wish. So it's when, when, people say, this is when people say that once you are saved, you are forever saved. That's, that's where my issue is, okay? That's, that's where my issue is, okay? Never that way I say, I say yes. Never I, I agree with it. That When I say I agree with it, up to the point where people say, I don't want God again. So, yes. That, that's the point where I disagree. That when you tell God I don't want it, God does not say, must, he must want me. I don't agree with that part. I don't agree with it. it. It's not scriptural. It's not scriptural. Okay? God respects your desires. So when you actually come out and say, God, okay, we are done, 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 done. He has to respect your desires. So it's not it's not God forsaking you. It is you not you now. It's the person forsaking God, rejecting the gospel, rejecting God. Okay, I want you to do that. He has to respect you, but he won't, he won't leave because because you he won't, he won't leave you right until you say, "Let us call this marriage." Let, let's we're not doing this again. So again, it's not God that, that that does the forsaking. It is people that do the forsaking. This is where I disagree on the what's reversing. Up until that point, I agree with everything. Okay, but even the first man had had a the, had, had the will to disobey God, I say, and, and, to, and to actually commit treason for God, he had a will, and God did not tell him, là, him No, no, no. It's scriptural, okay? That woman desires, you know, that God gets to respect. Woman desires. All right. All right. Awesome. Okay, let's go to Isaiah 13, 9. Isaiah 13, 9. Isaiah 13, 9. Usually, this is the issue is that in a bit to correct an extreme, people go to the next extreme. So, in, in a bit to correct people, saying, once you sin, hell hellfire, people now went to the Father and said, no matter what you do, even when, when you say, I not reject God, you will, not, you, you will still be saved. So, in a bit to correct one extreme, people went to the next extreme. But well, let's stay on scripture. We'll be fine, okay? Let's stay on scripture. All right. Even, even, even in scripture, um, there's a part where, where I, can, I can't remember that part now, where it says, if we, if we reject God, he reject us. This is the scripture. It's his new covenant. I do I can find it. He said it though. Yes, it's there. I don't remember the exact. He said it. That if we reject him. <sighs> All right. You have to use the mic. Amen. <coughs>
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, does that not fit the point of um, salvation by grace, not by works? Because uh, if it is by what I can do.
3: How did you get saved? God forced you? No. What did you do? You said yes. Did, yes you, say, you said yes. You said yes.
1: I said yes. Mm. But staying in it, You did something. You said yes. That's because someone yielded to instructions. And yes, and said. you now said yes. So, so if you're saying, um, or if I, for me to remain in it, mm.
3: um,
1: I have to always keep my own end of the body. Your will is
3: in play, yeah. Your will was in play when you said yes. It's your will is still in play. Do you get it's, it? Again, it's get back to the same thing that your will was always in play. So, once when, when you, when you want your will that the again, your will also starts to be in play. God cannot seize your will.
1: That's established. Mm. Where I am having on clarity about is at that point when someone starts to withdraw I understand it's like um, from my experience or from my understanding it's like a service provider, the service will always be there but as long as you don't want to use that service mm. the service provider will not force you to use that service mm. but the moment you we initiate to use that service, just, once you turn on your phone you connect to the network mm. so the moment you stop, so it's, it's just like so. we always have to, probably, I don't know I just needed the clarity to say that okay, God's path is the consistent path. However, the human so so that part where you are saying the same you, thing, Abi? No, you are saying is in the New Scriptures where it's, um, New Testament where he said, um, "If you forsake God, God will forsake you." <laughs> but, but but it, it sounds like um, we are. It sounds like it's a mutual. It's, it's mutually exclusive. Meanwhile, it's just one-sided because the man is always the person that is always not stable. The mm. God's path is always there. Once you s- take that step. God meets you after to say, okay, yeah, come come back.
3: Let's let's get this, let's get this going. So we should always um uh, again again, I was quoting a scriptural um, a scriptural passage the way he said it. Okay. Now again we have to, we have to go back to Bible idioms. What does what does it when he says some things, okay? It's not as though God changes. Okay, but as you said, it's plug and play. So it's so again idioms, but in in practical terms, right? Once you say another thing again, you know, God has to release you. That that's the that's the a sense of it, okay. It's not. It's not as though God is kicking you out. God forbid, okay. It's not as if it's kicking out, okay. But the marriage is in quotes severe because you said you don't want again. game okay. you understand? So in, in practice, it's, maybe we'll not say God kicked you out. Maybe not, okay. But in in practice, okay, the marriage is ended. That's that's the meaning. So even though it's even though um um it's unwilling, okay, but it's
1: okay. So that's that's just the correct.
3: last question on this worship is yours i guess
0: it's still kind of the same thing as like when jesus was speaking to peter and then like there was all the oh satan who wants to sit you like this but i prayed and blah 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 and then jesus says um that like i i trust god to sort of keep you until yeah. the end and all of that like the one that has sort of like given you to me will make sure that you're never taking. And, I don't know, it, seem, it just still seems contradictory because it feels like God has the power to keep you there. Yeah, and in what situations is he like, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Thank thing. you.
3: It's, it's, a, it's a brilliant question, okay? Yeah. Now, it brings us back to the same thing, that God wants women to be saved, that is his will, okay? But he cannot force his will on only to save them. Mercy has to yield to God's will. So again, it's just the way God is saying that you know, if you are born again, you are in Christ there's no power over you. But you can still sin. It is still it gives you the grace, it gives you the ability, it shields you from as much as it can, but you can still sin. So it's still back to you know, God does his part okay, and man used to the grace. That's the meaning. Okay, God does his part. I, so it's, it is not it's, it's much more about us than about the devil. Okay, it's still back to Human will. God has His will, what He wants to achieve, okay? But God needs mass cooperation to get things done. So it's not as though someone is coming to yank you off, okay? It, it, nobody yank but it's you that, you know, by your desires and your will, that you can say, okay, I'm not doing this again. But okay, we have, to, we have to balance Scripture with Scripture. All right? Scripture with Scripture. So we can be fine, all right? People take the individual verse and run with it. But on the balance of Scripture, it's not, it's not, sincerely, this, this I, would, I would want to believe this. Because it's easier, and you'll be in the cool, in the cool clique. You understand? I want, I want to believe that. You'll be in the cool clique, because the cool guys, in quotes, believe that. So everyone wants to belong to the cool clique, where we agree with you on everything. I want to, it, It's that it as it a person to belong to the cool clique, but the balance of Scripture, I can't say that in good conscience. You understand? The balance of Scripture says, you know, our wills are still at play. And even though that, those that teach it, most of them actually know this part but they don't say it. Okay, I read the man I've got there before in an article that he knows this but will not preach it. I read it before, like okay, interesting. All right, so let's keep that. Okay, it's not it's not balanced doctrine. All right, time. All right, Isaiah thirteen nine. Isaiah thirteen nine. Are we there? Look at this. You are destroyed Israel <laughs> because you are against me, against your helper. Joshua seven twelve. Joshua seven twelve. This is why together. This is why Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted. So he says, this, this is why the enemies are beaten them. Because it's not with them. Okay, so it is God's, removal of his protection, it's God, in forsaking them that makes them liable to destruction. Do you understand? So he said God's judgment is God, is God, you know, rejecting man, in quotes, after man rejects God. Okay? Are you following? Therm 31. 31. 17 to 18. Therm 31, 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. Why read, we read the book of um, Hebrews? Hebrews talks exclusively a lot about, the, what do they call it again? Apostasy. It talks, like he was trying to avoid that in that, that's I read that letter. Don't draw back. Don't draw back. Don't draw back, because people can actually draw back. Alright? Don't, so that's balance scripture, with scripture people can draw back. All right, so we're not saved by, by, by saved by Christian faith, no, no, without we're, we're, we're not negating the part of the human will in the yes or the no, it's just like that it's, it's not our works of the law or righteous works that says okay, but it's putting faith in Christ. Now, that putting faith in Christ the act of will, putting faith in Jesus is an act of your will, it's an act of your will that I put my faith in Christ, it's an act of of will. is a choice you make or refuse to make. Alright? You have to put that part of choice. Alright. Again, one want to read, read Paul's epistles. We have to separate. When it says works, okay, um, many times people use it to mean as though he's saying our works don't matter. But many times, when Paul says works, it refers to works of the law. Many times, many times also, it refers to m- many times also ceremonial laws. Many times. The washing, the clean circumcision. Okay? Many times so we have to balance again. We have to t- read scripture, you know, with patience, okay? But what we know is that we are saved by grace through faith without works. We, we, didn't, we didn't end it, okay? But we did it by putting our faith in Jesus, Otherwise, everybody will to pay for everybody's price, okay? If there's no act of will, will not be saved. Everybody's saved, okay? But people have to actually put their, their faith in Christ as an act of will to be saved. Alright. Let's go together. Want to go? And in that day, I'll become angry with them and forsake them. Please follow. I will hide my face from them and they'll be destroyed. Are we together? Okay. Many disasters and calamities will come on them in that day. And they will ask, have these two disasters come on us because our God is not with us? All right. So I think again that it is God's, you know, absence. Because we of protection, these calamities fall on them. Number 32. 32, 17 to 20. Are you following? 32, 17 to 20. 17 to 20. All right. Good, 17. All right. Once you go, sacrifice to false gods which are not God, gods that are not known, gods that recently appeared, gods your ancestors did not fear. 18. You deserted the rock who fathered you. You forgot the God who gave you birth. 19. The Lord saw this and rejected them because he was angered by his sons and daughters. 20 I will hide my face from them he said and see what their end will be for their perverse generation children who are unfaithful so we will see again okay that god rejects himself and things you know begin to happen at wrong you matter 35 you matter 35 you remember at 35 you remember 35 you 35 On to go, and they fight with the Babylonians. They were filled with the dead bodies of the people. I will slay in my anger and wrath. Look at that. I will hide my face from this city because of his... Ol- so we see again that the destruction here... Yeah. Um, again, again, we have to pay attention to the idioms. That, that's, where the, that's where the issue is noticing. The. the idioms are the, are the, are the important parts. That when he says God is destroyed, usually it's not as though God began to destroy. It is that God withdrew protection and they fell apart. You understand? The idioms are in play, okay? I think we are plagued by idioms. That's where the wala is. Idioms of the, of, the, of the rich people have given us nowadays issues in the Bible, issues. Because even in the New Testament, Christ said somewhere that if you don't hate your father and mother, you're not worthy of me. Some people naturally begin to hate their parents in a bid to serve God. That's not what it meant. Now in the same Bible, say the Bible it says in another book, so I think, was it Matthew that said 8 or Matthew? I think Luke, Luke now said, if you don't choose me before them. So, the 8th day that one person wrote 8 just meant choosing God first, preferring God. Some people now run with 8 Father and Mother to serve God. Remember, it's also that, you know, to, you know if you're right, i make you to say cut it off. Some, some people actually cut off their hand. But idioms. So, we have to read really the Bible with. Knowing that this is it, it's not, it's not, called, it's not our language, it came in someone else's language. You have to respect their idioms and their culture to understand it. Don't just read the Bible with your own Western eyes, your own English eyes, and think you get it. No, no, you have to calm down and see how the day that you, you wrote it to, how did they interpret it? How did they understand it? All right. Thermometer 4:31. Thermometer 4:31. Thermometer 4:31. Thessalonians 4, 30 When you are in distress together and all these things have happened to you, then in the latter days, you return to the Lord your God and obey Him. 31. For the Lord your God is merciful. merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you or forget the covenant with your ancestors which you confirmed to them by oath. So the abandonment again is destruction. The abandonment is destruction, amen. Second, Second Kings 13, 20 to 23 Now this this will not it won't likely clear it up for you one day, but they put you in a part of understanding. Just begins to okay give you maybe it's not this, maybe it is this. Okay, it's not it's not to just suddenly in one day make you say para. It's clear, okay? It just begins to be able to see in a different light. It begins to change how you read part of the scripture. It's a journey, all right? But is it good so far? Are we following? Is, there, is it clear a bit? Is it good? Uh, your silence is getting to me. Is it clear? <laughs> Again, you know, um, it's also suddenly just be tada to you one day, okay? It's, it's a process. Just just make, makes you to have... When you say, when you say part about that it's that is tricky. tricky. Makes us, so it makes us a second thought before you say, ah, this is God, is Asho. Make a second thought that, am I actually understanding what is being said here? Okay? So it's what you what stay up for that research. That we'll, we'll continue this over, over, you know, next few months, okay? But just, just for us, a foundation to help us to begin to see things differently. And we'll give examples in Scripture. All right. Want to go, Asael, king of Aram, oppressed Israel throughout the reign of Joash. Jeho- But the Lord was gracious to them and had compassion and showed concern for them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To this day, he has been unwilling to destroy them or banish them. Look at that again. Destruction and banish. To show that God's destruction is the banishment, is the withdrawal of protection and his presence. All right. There's also a law of sowing and reaping. Isaiah 8 7 says, You sow the reap the wild wind. <laughs> So the law of sowing, that you sow to the flesh, you reap the Okay, the law of sowing and ripping as play. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's see examples of this in Scripture. Now, just, just note this. Now, there are certain words in Scripture. Um, many times why he says the Lord sent so and so, the Lord sent calamity, the Lord did so and so. The three was actually three, three Greek words that play there. One is Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N. One is um, Yalak, Y-A-L-A-K. And that one is Shala, S-H-A-L-A-H. Now, this, this we'll talk, about, we'll talk more about this later, but let me just get the load down here. There are many times, that same word that is called Shala means God sending, means God permitting, means God Allowing. The same word means diff- can, be used, can be used in different ways, but the, the bias of the translator comes to play. So where we can use permits, we can use sent, because if in his own interpretation, God sending it works better with him. Do you understand? Well I will say that, at the end of the day, is the Greek Bible, is the Greek and Hebrew Bible that is the inspired word of God. Am I, am I is this understandable? Is this understandable? Alright, so we'll go back into that later, because you know, time time constraint, okay? So this, this is the point that when you see and God sent them a lying spirit, most like, most like it's not God sending, it's God permitting it to happen. So the Bible writes write God's permission as though God caused it. Amen. Amen. Alright. So you have to learn to read some to read these things as permissive, not causative. Okay, let's get examples. Number one, who had deemed Pharaoh's heart? Did God seize his free will, okay, to tempt him, okay, and then punish him? Exodus 4, from 21, Exodus 21. Now, in Acts of Exodus, the Bible says, and God added Pharaoh's heart. Next it says, and, and Pharaoh added his own heart. So who was adding whose heart? Don't forget, we read, read before, that God doesn't tempt anyone. Amen. Yeah. All right, let's go together. The Lord said to Moses, when you return to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh, what I've given you the power to do but I will add in his heart so that it will not let the people go. <laughs> so imagine this, okay? That God wants people to go. That's the plan, Abi. So, and he now keeps adding Pharaoh's heart and punishing him. That's psychopathic. That is... <laughs> All right. Exodus 7.3 Exodus 7, 3. Exodus 7, 3. But I will add in Pharaoh's heart, and though I might my signs, I it, it will not let them go. Okay. Let's go to Exodus 7 again, 13 to 14. 13 to 14. 13 to 14. 7, 13 to 14. Yet, Pharaoh's heart became hard, and it to them, just as the Lord had said. Okay. Okay, look at this. Look at this. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Uh uh-uh, uh. How will it be if I don't want doing him? <laughs> Amen. But interpretation, what, what happened here is God prophesying what will happen. It's not God causing. It's God telling the person what will happen. But it's written here as though God caused it. Number one, idioms. Number two, this is a part of, of, of some people in the Old Covenant not fully understanding God. You know, it's said again that scripture is progressive. That as scripture, as, as, you know, people can to understand God better and better. Okay? So here, it was God telling most what will happen. But it's written as though God caused it. This is this madness. Of this is God. It's it madness. God is not saying, you see, he's not let you go. He's the one doing him. Why is he, why is he, why is he appearing, um, you know, why is he appearing surprised? Yeah, 722. 722. <laughs> My worship is yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go again. But the Egyptian magicians did the same things by their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart became hard. And not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. So God prophesying it. It's, it's, like, it's, not, it's not as though God caused it, okay? God just told him what to happen, but it's written as though God did it. So we have to learn to read these things as permissive or, or prophecy or allowance, not actual um, causing it to happen. Okay, let's go to 8.15. Exodus 8 15. If you are sleepy, say amen. 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 Ibn, I saw you stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Are you 30 plus? Uh, Do you sleep these days? eh? (laughs) Stand up, get up, get up, get up. You need to stand up. All right. Okay. Let's go. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he had his heart. Only sent to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Let's go to Romans 1, verse 18. I'm sure something there. Romans 1, from verse 18. Okay, look, it's too long. Okay, but this is the idea Romans 1, 18 31. That's People people seem continue at the point where God stops striving with them. God stops, stops, he removes the restraint, like, do your thing. Like, do your thing. When God tries to get people to stop something, okay? Bible says he gives them over. He abandons them to their devices. It's not as though he made them, but just he allows them to do your thing. All right? So it's not God that made, you know, Pharaoh do Pharaoh. Okay? Pharaoh was just doing his thing, and God prophesied. Question. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, that's with the mic. Mm, 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 mm. How's <laughs> oh, that you again, Derek? Yeah, isn't your voice? It's not you, okay? Praise God. Sorry, please. Oh. That fun.
4: Like I interrupted, yeah, fine, it's fine. It's um, fine. So Romans chapter nine. I knew that's where we you're going to. <laughs> my first question. Because, right.
3: um, mm-hmm. Okay,
4: mm-hmm. let me start mm-hmm. with this one. Um, for Scripture says to Pharaoh, uh, "I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, mm. and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth." So it feels like God just did this to throw His weight around. So just some clarification. And then my second question is about Esau and uh, Jacob. Thank you. Um, scripture says that um, Jacob I love, yeah. Esau I hate. I was looking for the scripture now, but... Is uh, an, that's in Romans 9. I, I know, I, I know. There's this other scripture I'm looking for where it says, according to the um, predestined purposes of God, that um, Esau would... Some I, I don't know. I can't remember right now, but it has to do with, yeah, that God
3: predestined it that it was going to be so. So, um, clarification. Alright, let's start with this one, okay? Esau I, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. Now, this is the question. When Esau, I can't remember the part of the Bible again that God talks about, about Esau. There's some about Esau, and talked about it, about it favorably. I remember that chapter of the Bible? God talks about Esau. I, mean, I didn't even mention something about loving Esau. Let's, I'll come back to that part. I'll come back to it Okay, But the Bible says that for God so loved the world. Esau, part of the world. So, can we actually say that God said to Esau, I hate you Esau? Again, back to idioms. It's preference. That's That same issue I told you about that. The Bible says, I your father and mother to save me. And someone says, you know, choose me, choose me over father and mother. The idea is, I chose one, I didn't choose the other. Simple. It's just selection. I chose him, I didn't choose him. So it's not hatred, it's just, I chose one person. Don't forget that everybody at that point was under under, 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 under condemnation. So n- nobody had the right to God. But God chose Israel, not, not because Israel is nice, but because he was going to send a Christ through Israel. It wasn't because Israel, didn't, Israel did not do anything to, to end it too. It was just, you know, God stole, told Moses, God told Abraham, in your seed, okay? So it wasn't about Israel too, It's about his coming seed. You get it? So it's still that process of God choosing one person. That, that's what happened there. It's not because they did anything good or bad, okay? It's just God chose one. So it's not because God abandoned the other one. God just chose one. Not because God hated the other one. It's just, I chose this person. It's selection, preference. Not because of they did. But again, to show salvation by grace through faith, not without works. No, that's not that's Wait, the point. nobody deserved God's election. Nobody deserved this. Do you get now? With humans fell and sin in Genesis three. So everybody was condemned for condemned you know, for bad things in quotes, you know. But so none of them deserved this. Deserve, deserve. None of them deserved this. None of them it. So just you know God choosing for the purpose of the Christ. Not, 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 really, not really about them, whatever they did or something. So about the coming Christ, okay? Abby? That's come true one seed, okay? Not so it's not because it's not it's not it's not it's not hatred. It's just I chose this person. I didn't choose this person, full stop. Because you can, can only choose one. Saw, it was like, it's all prospered. So it's not as though it's not it's not hatred directly because God didn't actually start killing him. At some point, so when 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 Jacob saw Esau coming, Jacob called like, "Jacob j- call this, my Lord." Yes, Jacob almost worshipped Esau so, for favour so he can pass in peace. So, God did not now begin to destroy Esau. Do you understand? So, when you read it in context, it's back to the question of I chose this one, I didn't choose that one. Selection. For the purpose of the Christ, full stop. So, back back to back to, back to to Pharaoh. Now, it's still back to. When you read Romans 9, you see that Romans 9 is it's redoed with. Redoed with with the same idioms, the same issue again. So it's back to the issue again. That is idiomatic. It's not. It's not God saying I deliberately made him do it so I can kill him. No. No. It's the same issue. Okay. Idioms. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> All right. Can read it out. Yes, with the mic.
0: In the Old
3: Testament times, did not know about the devil, so they attributed everything to God. Now, now we'll see also, I'll, I'll try to get them and touch upon that. Up until the New Covenant, the devil was really mentioned in the Old. Really mentioned, really. In Job, where else? I, I think there's Zachariah. Like, thief, not, not, it was really mentioned, really, really mentioned. So, they didn't really know of a devil, really know what the Christ came to reveal him. They didn't, it was not revealed too much in the old. And, and that's also wisdom because they're finding people how, how they have dealt with it. And as, as of that knowledge helped them. So I think God shielded them from, from that knowledge until the Christ came. Okay, but up until then, that was really mentioned in the scripture. Really mentioned. And I'll show something about them. them. Yeah. Use You have to use the mic. You have to use the mic. You have to use the mic. Hey Amen. So what? What? What will Shan know? What was shall know? Let's, let's let's not drag it, okay? They, okay. Yes. No. I, now I didn't say I didn't say aware aware. It was not. I said it was not fully revealed. It was even really mentioned. Okay. I, it might not be right to say they were not aware because we can see in some parts of Scripture here and there. Mentioned in Genesis, mentioned in um, Zachariah, mentioned here in Job, okay? Uh-huh. So they were in some... But we, even in those places, sometimes another, another issue, that the word Satan just means adversary. The word means adversary, okay? So again, that the word adversary does not mean that they actually knew a person called Satan. It's technical. Now in our in, our, in our Bible, when you just put Satan, we just assume Satan, okay. But Satan, Satan, what to was just it means adversary, opposition. Sorry. Okay. So why uh, I said this 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 discussion is not is not rush slam slam bang bang. Okay. <laughs> it's just to give you a separate way to you know to begin to question what you read. All right. Okay. This is the meaning, no. The idea is that you are not. You're not eager to say things like, God sent coronavirus. Because you need to ask questions that, okay, God is love, for God to love the world. Um, they brought this now to him. He didn't listen the snack. How can he send coronavirus? He doesn't really give you other... He gives you reasons to doubt those things biblically. Do you understand? Amen. Yeah. All right. So... When you read scripture with scripture, okay, we see that, and we saw again in James 1 13 17, that God does, doesn't tempt people with bad things. So, knowing that, we, we can't say that God made Pharaoh's heart hard, they now punished him. So, again, we back to the matter of scripture talking of something permissive as though it's causative, okay? Something permissive as though it is causative. So, God is said to do things he prophesied or things he permitted, or allowed. Do you understand that? Do you understand me. that? God is said to do things he only prophesied, permitted, allowed, did not stop. All right. So, did God send a lying spirit to the prophet over here? First, 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 first Kings 22. First Kings 22. First Kings 22. See, if you do, if don't fully get this, it's fine. You don't fully get this yet; it's very fine. Most most people most 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 people don't. Even people that do, we don't f- all fully get it. So there's no. Don't feel like you don't know anything. Actually, because people still are going about this until tomorrow, the Christ comes. It's not. It's not. People, yeah, so you are you are allowed to say, okay, I don't get it yet, but okay, let's, let's just let's just keep taking this in. It's fine. Okay. Don't 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 feel like you are. You are all you Do all right? Amen. All right. This is a struggle. All right, that the entire church is built on—not church, the entire ministry is built on—that God did everything. Calvinists up—they're popular. They believe that God did everything. Whatever happens is the will of God. Is that bad? That they, as I said earlier, that they say God chose people to be saved, people to be damned. So God is, is, is crazy, okay? So don't 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 feel bad. I don't fully get this yet. There are people worse than you. That's the point. <laughs> All right, that should comfort you a bit. First Kings twenty-two. First Kings twenty-two. So no, I, I read some, somewhere online a pastor talking this week, a foreign pastor, and about how God, God, God will fix the environment. That God doesn't need the environmentalists. Ha! Ah. Back to the same wala again. Back to the same issue. That God is in control of everything. And this is the most it's, it's, it looks it looks wise, but it's a stupid statement. God is in control. God is in control. Is God really in control of the world? Is God this world where we are saying it now? It look like God is controlling it. Do you understand? No, look at the world right now. Does it look like God is controlling this world? That God is doing everything. Alright? Alright, amen. What's that? I cannot know you by myself unless you take over. Okay, can we go together? 1 Kings 22. One, two, go. For three years, there was no war between Aram and Israel. But the third year, Josaphat king, are we together? Yes. King of Judah went down to see the king of Israel. The king of Israel, I said to his officials. Don't you know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us and yet we are doing not to retake it from the king of Aram? verse four. It's long, let's go, let's, let's go fast, please. So he asked Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to fight against Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. But Joshua also said to the king of Israel, First seek the counsel of the Lord. Six. So the king of Israel brought together the prophets, about 400 men, and asked them, Shall I go to war against Ramoth is Gilead, or shall I refrain? Go, "Go," they answered, for the Lord will give you... So this guy had his own prophets, custom-made prophets. People that would tell him what he wants to hear. He had 400 of them that would tell him what he wants to hear. Let's go see it, let's go. Seven. But Jehovah asked... Is there no longer a prophet of the Lord from whom we can, we can inquire of? So he said that these guys look like they're just, they're just, you know, just vibes. There is there no prophets? Gone, gone, gone. The former guys said, "But uh-uh, this does look like him." Is there no real prophet here? All right, let's go on. Verse eight: The king of Israel answered Joshua, part. "There is still one prophet through whom we can inquire of the Lord, but I hate him." Because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad is Micaiah, son of Imla. The king should not say such a thing. Jehovah never replied. Now, this Ahab guy was a terrible, was terrible, terrible person. Okay, so God does not tell him anything good because he was a terrible person. The same guy that had issue with him, is Elijah? Yeah. Uh, is he Elisha? Abi. Elijah, Elijah. Yes, that should Elijah, you know, the king. So he had bad record with God. So, he knew that between him and God, he couldn't hear anything good. What did he do? He would call his own people and come and tell him what wants to hear. Let's see again. Let's go further. Nine. So the king of Israel called off his officials and said, Bring Micaiah, son of Imlah, at once. Sweet name, I like name Micaiah. Okay. Dressed in their royal robes, the king of Israel and the, shepherd, the king of Judah were sitting on their throne at the threshing floor by the entrance of the gate of Samaria with all the prophets prophesying before them. They're crossing. i just talking. Yeah. Okay. Verse 11. Now Zedekiah, son of Canaan, had made iron horns and he, and he declared, this is what the Lord says, with this you will guard the Arameans until they are destroyed. Interesting. All, right. all the other prophets were prophesying the same thing. Attack ramoth Gilead and be victorious, they said, for the Lord will give it into the king's hands. The messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the other prophets without exception are pretty success for the king. Let your word agree with them and speak favorably. So he was actually seeking lie. Ahab wasn't seeking to hear the truth. He was looking for who would tell him what he wants to hear. Alright. As Micaiah said, As surely as the Lord lives, I can only tell him only what the Lord tells me. 15. When he arrived, the king asked him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or not? Attack and be victorious, he said. For the Lord will give it into the king's hands. Look at this. The king said to them, to, 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 the king said to him, was like, make you swear to tell me nothing but the truth name of the Lord. So the first gave him, yeah, go in, bye-bye. Like, but the guy knew that Micaiah was What is the real thing? Go, go, go. Now Watch. 17, then Micaiah answered, I saw all Israel scattered on the eels like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These people have no master. Let each one go home in peace. Look at this. Then the king of Israel told Jesaphat, Did I tell you? They never prophesied anything good about me, but only bad. 19, Micaiah continued, Therefore he heard the word of the Lord. Please look at this. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with the of heaven standing around him, on his right and on his left. Please follow. And the Lord said, please, this is very important. All right. Who will entice Ahab into attacking Ramoth Gilead and going to his death There, (laughs) Interesting. One suggested this, another that. 21. Finally, a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord, and said, I will entice him. By what means the Lord asked, I will go out and be a deceiving spirit in the mouth of the of his prophets. In the mouth of all his prophets. Interesting. He said, You will succeed in enticing said the Lord. Go and do it. Now, this is interesting, right? Let, let's, let's finish. Is that all? Let, let's, let's finish. Let's finish. Let's make it fast. So now, the Lord has put a deceiving spirit in the mouth of this prophet of yours. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. Now, please Pause. If God w- wanted to lie to, to Ahab, will he send Micaiah to tell him this? Does that make any sense? If God plans to utterly lie to him, will God send Micaiah to tell him this? Now, be if you heard this, I, I heard this correct. be you will not go to the war, Abby? Let's finish. 24. Then Zedekiah, son of Canaan, went up and slapped Micaiah in the face. Which way did the spirit from the Lord go when he went from me to speak to you? Ogao? Yeah. 25. Micaiah replied, you'll find out on the day you go to hide in an inner room. Tell him that. I, I, I will also hang. Okay? The king of Israel then ordered, take Micaiah and send him back to Anon, the ruler of the city, and just, just Joash, the king's son. And say, This is what the king says, put this fellow in prison and give him nothing but bread and water until I return safely. 28. Micaiah declared, If you ever return safely, the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, Mark my words. Now, now, common sense says, Let's not go to war again. But this guy went to that war. So Yes. So here's the question. Did God send him a lying spirit? Can God, does God have lying spirit? Let's start from there. Does God have lying spirit? Does God have lying spirit I can send out? (laughs) So what happened there? It could be anything, right? But this is this, what this, 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 I want to show you. That God is said to do things he permitted or allowed. And that Ahab was given to destruction. Konyboro, case closed. He, 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 he wanted to totally destroy him by himself. He would tell Micaiah, don't bother going there. But Micaiah went, told him the truth, and he still went. So that was not God lying to him. It was, you know, the devil himself, okay, giving, giving himself over to lies. God does not have life to give anybody. Ezekiel fourteen nine. Ezekiel fourteen nine. Amen. Amen. All right, Ezekiel fourteen nine. Are we following? Is it good? If <laughs> are quiet. Ezekiel fourteen nine. Look at this. <laughs> and if the prophet is enticed to utter a prophecy, I, the Lord, have enticed the prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. Now this looks as though again, as though God enticed the prophet. The Bible says in more relaxed, what can I say? Hebrews 18, that God cannot lie. In, in Titus 1 2, that God which cannot lie. So God cannot lie. So what happened there? So again, back to the same thing. That God is said to do things He permitted or allowed. Things He did not stop. It's written as though God made it happen. But He didn't just stop it. Yeah, ask. So, I hope you can now see why it's is, it is a difficult conversation.
0: My question for this is, you don't know now you're answering from Hebrews and the New Testament, and people usually say, oh, why does it feel like God of the Old Testament? is very from God of the New Testament. So can you
3: answer that? Well, that's what it did first. That's that the first thing we did. That he said, I am. So he's the God of the old. He's still the same God. That, that, that's, that's the first thing we did. That God of the old is the God of the new. So it's not how do we reconcile two of them together. That's what we're trying to do. Okay, so first thing says, is the same God at work here. And we said also that you know that the the new explains the old. To how
0: that
5: this
3: God here this and okay. We must also try to show from the old also. But part talk about, about God's good nature. So we show in the in the new and the old, people talk about God's good nature, right? So again, we're not saying to be easy for everybody to grab. This is not, it's not, it's not really about, it's not, it's not, it's not something that is easy for people to grab, right? But we're saying if you scroll the pre-scripture, you would have some level of, okay, this makes more sense now. We also said it's not, it's not what you you fully grab in one teaching. You will go back again, read your Bible, okay? I'm beginning to point out, see patterns. I also said again that we see scripture that God's abandonment is called destruction. So again, we're so we're using scripture to interpret scripture. Do you understand? So, all right. So I, I get the, <laughs> the difficulty. You know, somewhere so in um, First Peter, I think First Peter three three D about Peter that says Paul's epistles are hard to understand, not impossible. So, so some things are hard to get, not impossible. So yes, we, we recognize that it's difficult to get, but it's not impossible to get. And over time, it just it gets clearer and clearer and clearer. All right. Amen. Okay. Second Thessalonians two, six to twelve. Second Thessalonians two, six to twelve. But is it making sense? Second Thessalonians two, six to twelve. Look at this, let's go together. And now you know what is holding him. So talking about, about the Antichrist, the okay, commission sure of lawlessness. All right. It says, and now you know what's holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. Together, everybody, verse 7. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so until it's taken out of the way. So he's saying that, you know, there's lawlessness at, at work on the earth, There's lawlessness, you know, but there's still, there's a form of restraint. There's a form of restraint. At, at one point, the restraint is taken away, and we'll see lawlessness, you know, fully, Fully blown out. Let's go on. And the last one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy the splendor of his coming. Verse 9. They come the Lord one will be together. Everybody together. I need your help. We will be in accordance with how Satan works. It will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the line. Alright, go on. And all the ways that the wicked deceives those who are perishing, they perish because they have refused to love the truth and be saved. On. for this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion that they may believe the lie. Verse 12. And so that all will be condemned which believed not the truth, but delighted in the wickedness. So again, he's speaking, you know, as though God did what he permitted. So he's saying, they, they, they didn't believe, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't choose the truth, so God gave them over to the lie. The idea is to give them over. Not to, not to, to confuse them but to abandon them to their lives, just abandonment to give them over. So God gave over, you know, Ahab to the lie. He God did not lie because God cannot lie. Okay, God cannot lie by nature. Don't forget to say James 13, that God tempts no one, that only good of things comes from God. So he came, starting from first principles to explain back, do you understand? These are assumption that God is good. Okay, so right? starting from there to explain back you okay. have a formula, you're not explaining it but that's what we're trying to do, alright Amen let's see this one also did God move David to, to count Israelites and then punish him for it First, Corinthians 24 First, Samuel 24 verse 1 Abraham, mm-hmm. stand up permanently I beg I beg, I beg Want mm-hmm. 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 to go, everybody? After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, is that where? We are? Is that it? Please go on. Sorry, wrong place. Hold on. Check second Samuel instead. No, second time. Okay, check second Samuel. Worship is yours. Yeah, thank you. Second Samuel twenty-four. Let's go, everybody. Again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and incited David against them, saying, "Go and take a census of Israel and Judah." So God's anger incited him to go and count. Okay. Let's see another account of it. 1 Corinthians 21. 1 Corinthians 21. 1 Corinthians 21. The same issue. Another account. 1 Corinthians 21. 1 Corinthians 21. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Look at this. Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. So again, we back to the matter that God is simply said to do what he only permitted or allowed. So David, you know, probably you know, sinned against God, okay, and God allowed him to do his thing. God, God permitted, you know, the devil to do that to him. God did not stop it. So he said, he said as though God made him do it, but no, it was the devil that actually pushed him to do it. So again, so it are about to the God's, you know, abandonment, looking like God's um, causing it directly to happen. Permission causative. So here we see clear that Satan is the one that rose up against Israel and moves David to do a census, not God. It's not possible that for all those places where, where the Bible says God is something bad, that it's not right about. person will say Satan did so and so and so instead of saying God did it. Is that probable? And let me say it again. Is it probable that those people will say God is something very terrible? That, that it's, not, it's not right about. Person will say and Satan made so and so to happen is it possible that sorry if you have an account of it we'll see that satan actually doing it mm-hmm. instead of god doing it
2: okay here is here's the thing um when i read things like this i just i just come to a place of understanding that we try to take away consequence
3: yeah
2: most times and then we just want to blame god it's well Again,
3: you can't blame it because if we read the Bible, like I said, I don't know anything. The so Bible says, God, this one and so. So yes. you, you, can't, you can't fully blame people for actually thinking that on the surface.
2: So do you understand? So yes. Yeah. So, so when, when, and also we need to understand this, that for everything you do, if God says go right and you go right, there's a consequence for obeying. There's a consequence for disobeying. So when these things, like, just like we're saying, um, it's just uh, this thing Paul wrote in, I think Second Timothy. Sorry, please, let me just quickly read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Timothy uh, 4 3. It says, we were talki- talking about Ahab and his prophets. It says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but have itching ears. They shall heap to themselves teachers in accordance to their own lust. So, a, a, a lot of times, I think. Uh, part of the problem is pop culture, yeah? Um, let me not dive into that. But then let's not downplay the role of consequence when you disobey God and do that which you have set in your ways to do. So it's not mostly God bringing a problem on anyone. It's just you put your hand in the fire and you go up on no, we
3: said earlier also that you said there's also part of sowing and reaping. You said that also earlier, okay? But what 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 we're trying to explain those part that actually put God's name on the matter. Do you get that? That's our issue. Places that actually put God's name on on it. So we will see again clearly that Satan, shoot, uh,
0: Mike.
4: Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so Job comes to mind. The sons of God gathered. Satan was there. Mm. And God draws attention to Job. That's probably not why Satan came. But God brought it up. Mm. And Satan says, Well, I can't do anything to you because you won't let it happen. And God says, Okay, fine. I give you permission. Go ahead. Can you shed more light? on that too because like you said sometimes consequence but in job's case what was, what was his offense
3: now people have explained job's theory in many ways okay um but personally personally sincerely personally, personally sincerely, i don't get it yet okay <laughs> sincerely okay because um, <laughs> people say people say this like um job's fear made it happen i'm not okay with that also i'm not i'm not okay with it so um i personally yeah i'm, I'm not that job's fear I'm not okay with that, with that explanation. I'm not okay. I'm not so um, personally. I'm doing more study on it. That's the word. Okay, I'm not. i not where I can actually make a rule on Job's case yet. Okay, what we know again is that. Again, the question is this: I ask myself, that is it that God actually did meeting with Satan? Um, I think I tried to think about to see how that works in practice. So, so I'm not there yet on it. Okay, because I'm not there yet. Is, are we saying that god miss satan to have conversations over, over 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 his children i'm not there yet so i'm studying more on it do you get so let's still leave it to when i'm ready to talk about it all right what we we'll see there again is that you no know, in in job someone said fire from heaven far from god fell down and destroyed the place but it wasn't fire from god was satan that did it so again again you know people people put god's name on what he permitted, allowed, or did not stop. So even in Job, we see that, okay, it was the work of the devil throughout, okay, but, you know, some parts came and God did. We, no, we see, we see in Job 1, earlier part, Job 2, that Satan went out to do those things, okay, but people still put God's name on it. But the other part, why did God, can he call, can he call, can he call, I don't get it yet.
5: All right.
3: Okay. See, we all have questions. I agree with us. We all have questions, okay? So, so we, yeah, let's just leave it. Let's do let's it like that, okay? Was that fine? Yeah. All right. So you can study multiple research and what you find. Microphone, please. Where are you, Steve? You are talking to us. Eight weeks.
5: Um, so my question is, um, it's it's just about the whole thing about temptation. Um, so, we see with David here, how, the, how Satan did whatever, and there's, like, this, we same thing with Uriah's wife, and all. Same thing with, yeah. Uriah's wife. Okay. Uh, this, it was him giving into temptation for him to do all of those acts that led to whatever. Uh, so, it's, um, now let to like that verse we refer to, that's, uh, 1 Corinthians 10-13, how that How that um, God has given us the um, there's this grace for us to bear whatever temptation comes our way, uh, but like um, I, I want to ask now, in the in the case of David, for example, with this one especially, I don't know if I can bring it up. I don't reverse. I'll sit down, rose up, and cost him to do whatever I did. Um, like what? How does it apply to him here? Uh, do we say? Can we say that? Oh. David could actually not fall for that, or or whatever.
3: That's the type of temptation that. you can, can say not to it. You can say not to fall for temptation.
5: Yeah. Um. And now leads me to. Um. What is the, uh, what's it? What's how I this? Repercussion for consistently falling, because. David, we like we all know, we know the story of David. Yeah. Thank so you. So like, there's this consistent for. Yeah. Even what, what, if he had f- that what power to not the f- fall the f- first
3: Corinthians? Consequence for what Consequence of, you know, of conceptually falling. That's what you mean. When you first Corinthians five, right? The guy that was sleeping with his father's wife, and he was, he was not going to repent about it until what happened. Paul said, "I'm going to get to the devil to be dealt with." I'm going to get to the devil to be dealt. with. So this is the consequence, okay? That even though it looks at like like in this that Paul said, "I'm to the devil," the Paul, Paul doesn't need to invite to the devil. Okay? Sin has its own goal. James, James 5, 10, to 7, 10 to 17, 10, to 16. That sin as in itself is also of destruction. That sin, un, un, unrepented sin over time, will lead to destruction. So if, even if, even if, even if there, is no, there is no press play by Paul or anybody, it is bound to happen. Sin will destroy the, the sinner. Last, last. So,
5: um, moving on from what you just said now, how does that now, like, how does that corroborate the description of David as a man after God's heart?
3: Awesome question. <laughs> uh, do we go there today? Okay. Ah. Unless we take over, I cannot do this by myself. <laughs> All right. Now, when you when you see compared David with, with, with other kings, eh? David still tried. Compare with Solomon. With Solomon. With Ahab. Okay? So, in his day, perhaps, in his day, it was, was one of the finest. You know, God told them that don't, don't, don't have a king go. They get crazy. He told them kings go crazy. They become part of the loose one and so and so And he said, give us a king. So, it's like, it's as, <laughs> it's as though in their day, being a king was, you know, was like, you give yourself over, over to to. to a king tempted for madness. Okay? So it's probably in his day, he was of the finest. When even did it, he didn't think it much. He didn't think like, he didn't think of the, what they the prophet told him. He didn't think like, he did anything think about it. He wasn't even making trouble over the case. He was like, guy, it is you. Like, who oh, is me. So, and even in that, we can see that God still dealt with him. In quotes, is what I mean. So he wanted to build a temple before God, and God told him, guy, you can't, your hand is dirty. You can't build me your house. All right? (laughs) So, amen. I'll the mic. (laughs) Hoorah! Okay, so, I
0: was going to ask if the bar sort of shifted between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Like, there are certain things that seem permissible. Thank you. Like how Ah. Abraham... (laughs)
3: Thank you so much. Actually, see, the the bar the, even till today, God's bar is based on, on what you're exposed to. So, Bible well, says, in, look, Luke twenty four also, that you know God judges people like, like they're exposed to. God judges you what you're exposed, what, what, what you have heard about him. So, God, God, God doesn't expect the same thing from me and it's from you. So, it's, 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 it's just it to be judged more intensely. Why? Because you're exposed to more light. So, God these people the light they are exposed to. We call it love accommodation. God, God accommodates where people are, you know, to have release with them. It's why you can take a baby Christian, pray for him now. Guess it's fast, fast. But at some point, God is telling you, oh "God, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Speak by yourself. Speak by yourself." They pray for yourself, oh, guy. I've taught you enough. Speak by yourself. So, so you see, God, these people, based on what they have been exposed to, is scriptural. Why you told them that, you know, your, your case was worse than Sodom and Gomorrah? Because you saw the miracles. So God is to based on what they're exposed to. So, polygamy. Genesis 2. One man, one wife. God, some people did deeper than that. And God did not, you know, mm, He allowed them to. Not not, 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 not In fact, someone, someone says that God gave, gave um, David his, his, um, gave David Saul's wife. God did not give Saul's wife. He took Saul's wife and God, God allowed him to. Okay, so God is to based on their dispensation. Even on that geography. So if you are if you are born in 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 Saudi Arabia now, God don't expect the same thing of, of you and you born in Lagos, Nigeria. You've heard more gospel in Nigeria. So God gives a based on where you are. For example now if, you are, if you are in Saudi, people people, if, people in those Muslim countries they see God in visions. They see Jesus, they get many of get, get saved by, by visions and revelation. But here, nothing. You hear gospel. That's what you hear gospel. So, so there, no, no. Yes, there they, they see a vision. They see a vision. They now they now begin to inquire more. But here, nothing, you likely not see anything. But there it is common. They say they, they saw the man in white. It's a common story in those areas. They saw a man in white. But here. <laughs> so God, God gives people. God gives, he expects from people differently than what they're exposed to. All right? So we call this, it's a part of part of, um, lots of interpretation, love lot of accommodation, love of accommodation. That God, God accommodates people's mental and spiritual capacity before you, you know, um, and now relates with them. Just, that's justice. It's justice, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's fair. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's fair. But like, isn't that just saying that from culture to culture, I don't know. It, it feels like generally we say God is the same yesterday, today, and yeah. forever. It's the same across all of these different places. But somehow we're saying that their culture, I don't know how to explain it, that God judges you by your
3: culture. God, God relates to you by your context. So it's the same God, but puts your context, context in perspective. Otherwise, otherwise, it would be unfair. If he deals with, with you today, for example, now when this where we have information everywhere. What's YouTube? So you can, it cannot deal with you. Do you do someone that, that only, you know, has the Bible in the, in the library? Do you understand? It's different. So, you see those people, in fact, when you see those old pastors of the, of the, of the early 90s and what they say, of the early 1900s, they say they saw vision, when they saw Christ four times. May I you not see Christ once. Man, see once. You have a, you have Bible. You have books. So, God has given you enough to deal with. So, they say God taught them this in a dream. You want to do that in a dream? You have... Bible version, 10, NIV, NKJV, Kineco, Kineco. You, have, you have YouTube, you have Concordance, you have everything. So, God, God, has, God, God, God is with us, you know, based on our context, just the way it is. And it's scriptural also. It's scriptural. Alright? Okay. Again, this, this, this should widen your study. And it should make you more humble in scripture. That's the point. Make you, more, you don't just quickly make a rule. You calm down. Okay? Look at God's nature and see how it, <laughs> it works together. So that you don't come one day and someone tell us that God sent God sent us with that virus. Yeah? Amen. So but if you actually think God did those things in the past, you have right to say God did it now. Because God cannot change. That's the point. So if you say God did this in the past, then you have to ask yourself, why can't it happen now? So questions, questions, questions gives you more study to, to do. Okay. What about Exodus 4 24 26? Exodus 4 Did God, after convincing Moses to go, try to kill him? I'm not telling Moses. Moses, so oh, you will go. I'm not going. But you can't go, can call, can, he call, can he Convince. He said, Aaron will follow you. Okay, now I said, okay, I'm going. Now God now tries to kill him on the way. Amen. Well, the Bible says next to us that the Lord went with him to try to kill him. Number one, can God miss? You God try to kill him, can he miss? He wants to kill him, can he miss? So, here again, God is said to do what he did not stop, what he permitted. So it's written as though God sent God, God in order to kill Moses. But how does that make sense to you? Now God told him to go. Now he wants to kill him on the way. Is he a psychopath? Amen. Eh All right, come on take the mic. Last question from you. you've tried <laughs> last question. Come and take the mic. Yeah.
4: Scripture says that both the law and the prophet, Jesus came to fulfill the law and the prophet. So in Jesus, we see a culmination of both the old and the new. See the
3: old fulfilled, yeah.
4: Yeah. And in his Are we have to get out. Come follow In Jesus' teachings, we hear him infer that, you know, he has come to not necessarily abolish the old, but to show them like...
3: To fulfill, yeah. To fulfill, to to explain, to fulfill.
4: It's safe to say that Jesus is the perfect, the perfect man. Amen. So there's a a scripture um, I want to. just a perfect theology. Yeah. I think you read it earlier. Hebrews 1, verse 1, where it says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these days, in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, Jesus whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Rony, are you here? Sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down. And then in verse 2, in verse 2, sorry, chapter 2. Okay. Permit me to read chapter 2, verse 1, where it says, um, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard. So that we do not drift away. For since the message spoken through angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received a just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? Now, my question is this. Well, let me just finish that verse. It says, this salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, which was confirmed to us by those who heard in prophets... God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Now what this tells me is that we have no excuse. Like he has given us everything. Mm -hmm. We have no excuse. And he made a very important point where he said oh, by if you consistently you know, fall. And you said how that from what you said, what I just deduced was it's a state of heart where Paul's in a particular situation said, hand him over to the devil. That's because the person was not sorry. But David was always sorry. Almost always, anyway. Always sorry. So this is my question, sir. Is there a point a believer can get to where he is irredeemable? I've had friends who have experienced the deepest of the deepest of God and yet got up and said, I no longer believe. And... These were seasons in my life where I felt if this person say he's not believing again, what am I doing? who am I? What am I doing? So is, I mean, so at what point does a believer get to that everything he has come to see and know and experience in God can be so shaken that he no longer believes?
3: All right. Now usually, let, let's, let's start on why it happens many times. Usually, it's um, response to bad events usually for people, uh, maybe grieve, um, they lost somebody. Something terrible had happened, and they are saying, "But this person was a Christian. We prayed about it. Clinical, clinical. Why did it happen? You know, it, 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 comes, it comes usually from, from problems, from where they think God did not keep to His word. Usually, okay. Usually, some other people also also, also mental crisis. Okay, two people in, in in last one year that he came out to tell me that okay, I was actually going through some mental, I was actually mentally clinical, clinical. I was almost mad. I was clinical depression, clinical, 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 clinical. clinical, I'm back now. So many times to that part of." There's something wrong. Something wrong with with the with the, with the head. Okay, it's not it's not to it's not to talk down at them. It's just a medical condition. Okay, yeah, that's there's that, and there is the part of something bad happened. Okay, a part of not, not to reconcile reconciled God's character. Some part try look at what's like ah, I can, this woman God I cannot serve him. So, so I I, I I don't want us to number one try to make us not to see them as bad people sometimes. Okay, sometimes it's just difficulty to reconcile their life's events with scripture. I understand, so that's that. Now, number two, now are they fully redeemable? Yes, and no, no, because whoever comes to God it will not won't turn away. Anybody that comes to God, it won't turn away. The question is, will they listen enough to hear and be turned back? That's, that's, that's what the question is. So, but to us, we can't say someone cannot be redeem, redeemable. We our job is to keep praying for the person, we can't say you. Like, like, no, it's not. It's not our part to play, okay. Our part is to keep praying for them and hoping that you know um, they want to come back. I think they come back. God did not tell anybody like, like, cannot come back again. God don't tell that to anybody. No matter what person has done, Paul was the worst of the great. Paul was, Paul killed believers, okay. And God took him back. How much was someone that just does that just doesn't believe, okay, or just turns back? It looks, it looks small compared to compared to what Paul Abby. It looks small. So when when it comes to God, he won't turn away. So. It's now, it's now will they, you know, turn back? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Prayer. Don't don't give up on anybody. Pretty girl, pretty girl's son came back home. People can come back. So just pray, keep praying for them. Don't give up on them. And some people, some people look like they are actually gone. They're not gone. It's to you that it's you that think they are gone. They're not gone. So in their hearts, they still, have, they still talk still them like God. I don't get you. They tell people, I'm not doing it again. But between them and God, they not, not fully made that choice. So you think that they are gone, but between them and God, they're not gone. So of them who ate church but still loved in quote, they still love, but they just ate church people. So to you, they are gone, but they're still—they're not gone, 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 gone. They are still—they are still there. But to you, they are gone. Many times they're not—they're not—they are still. I don't get you, sharp. I don't like you. Can you call, Can you call? Like when they try to the trans tantrums. Okay, that means, that means it's, it's gone. It's just there's still a struggle that's probably more more, more visible on the outside than on the inside.
5: Okay, so it's uh, more—it's more like a funny comment or something. I <laughs> so it's not. i was selling the album. No, it's like I can just decide that. Mm, let me go and enjoy this world more for like three years. Then I'll come back in three years' time and to God, as far well as I don't die. As far as I don't die. They screwed now. Uh, as far as I don't <laughs> die, let me. <laughs> you understand let in Nigeria. me. Let me. They're all us. these things I'm seeing on social media. All yeah. these things that my guys are saying around me. Let me just go and taste it. Mm. I always come back in like three years' time when I've enjoyed the world very well. And God, will wi- God, will wait for me. He told me like the prodigal son. The prodigal son knew, should have, probably did not know his repercussions, mm. but like, it just go out there. So I'm, I'm like saying, is there like that? fourth option that you are not mentioning. Like maybe somebody does deciding that well, oh, this Christian life is, is too much for me. Let me quickly go and taste more and come back.
3: There there is a devil like a real lion looking for all to destroy. So it's a risky place to be. The risky place to be. Okay? So even though in his art, it might still be saved. But living in sin. Person can die early. Risky place to be. Sin can with his new habit kill himself. Risky place to be. Sin is his own destruction. Sin is his own seed of destruction. I know that sin cannot pay. Sin by nature cannot pay. Sometimes the thoughts of sin are not even physical; they are emotional. That is what people go through. They know why they are going, but they cannot tell you why. They know where they missed; they cannot tell you where they missed. They cannot tell you. But they know where they missed it. They know why they're going through what they're going through, but they cannot tell you why. And some things are, are not are, are not, not because God cannot, but because it involves human beings. You understand? They know why. Some people know why they got where they go. So some 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 minds in a sinful state. mind is a mad person. Even when they divorced, it's in his history that you that person. So in that case, it looks like it's not fully repaired. It's the person still married that person, still in person's record. Do you understand? So sin has its own destruction. That's people go. They know why they're going through it. They cannot undo it. Let's say, for example, that person now became a very bad person. Was in, was meant to be in school. Didn't go to school. Was partying, trying to have Can he come? Can he come? Can he come? Now, now, it's, now it's thirty-five. And he's wondering, how do I get a job? How do I start, start my life back? Okay, so he has to go back to square thirty-five. Now, even though God has forgiven and saved him, but that sin has burnt his time. Poor like that, just took one drug of uh, of cocaine and they ran mad, mad for four years. This is actually real life stories. This
0: is exactly a question, but I feel the need to play a scenario for people who have like a crisis of faith. I feel like the categories that have been mentioned are very, oh, this person is acting out. Sometimes mm. the math is not just math Like, sometimes you listen to, like, everything that... You come to church, and then you listen to all of these things that are supposedly the character of God, and then you go out and you realize that... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you've been taught all oh, this, this, yeah. And you go out and realize that everything is just straight lines and circles, mm. and, like, everybody's just figuring things out. And I don't know how to explain it. And, like, it sincerely just does not make sense to you. Because, like, I, I have, like, experiences with people who have had crisis of faith. I've experienced mine in lots of ways. And I feel like it might be slightly unfair to say, I don't know how to explain, to describe some of those things like that. But, sure but somebody's listening. I, I said so now.
3: I said, I said, people have genuine people have some people have reasons why what is what, what is yeah. scripture is not how it's out, out. I there. I said that earlier, yeah. It's sure not really okay.
0: Somebody's trying to, like
3: I get you, please. That's very important. It's, it's very important. Yeah. That, yeah, I said it, that we should not make it look like like um, that, like, like like some people don't have you know real experiences why, why they're actually in that crisis. Okay, people have real experiences. As I said, some people have, they've lost people that they prayed for, so they have reasons to think. It's not, it's not, it's not as, as it is in scripture. So people have, some people have real reasons why they are where they are. Do you get that? That's, that's very, 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 very valid. <laughs> that's very valid. And let me tell you the truth, okay? If you are a, if you are a real faith person, you have questions. If you believe the Bible is true, you have questions. Don't if you're, a, you're, are a robot. Or maybe a dummy that you don't have questions. I'm telling you. You are with, there are things that be see, like, ah, is? See, I was thinking this I was telling myself over the, over the last one week that it is, it is hard to see a perfect God in your imperfect state in an imperfect world. So, your imperfect state, imperfect world, colors the way you see a perfect God. So, you might not, fully, it might not, it might not fully, fully get God in the clear until you actually see him face to face. He so we are even in the perfect world, so there's, there's, there's still that tension between your imperfect self and a perfect world and a perfect God. So you may not seek God perfectly until you, live, until you live here. So it's a, it's a legitimate tension, okay? And if you're like me, you are, you are, I have questions because I think a lot, so I have questions, okay? But map to scripture, all right? So, personally, I knowing myself, okay, I don't see people that are in crisis as I, I, don't, I don't talk down at like them. Amen. I don't talk that because me too. I have my moments. Okay, even to tomorrow. So we are not alone. All right. Amen. If you're a faith person, you have questions. That is that. Amen. Is that good? So don't feel like a bad person. You know, being a pastor, you cannot fully, you cannot fully share your story, because people will not get it. Amen. But we all have struggles, that's the point. Cannot flip and tell you on the on the pulpit because while we happen. We all have our struggles. It's, just, it's part, part of the man's condition. Alright? So don't feel don't feel why Paul said, I like that part, first Corinthians thirteen. Says this isn't common to man. He's saying that whatever you're going through is not only you. You get. So like that gives you comfort. Alright? After this this end of questions. Hmm? Oh, the, the, the character of God. So, All right, we have a lot to cover. Let's rush it quickly.
1: Oh, so sorry. So, so, um, are we saying that um, for the glorification of the body of Christ it means everybody? I can't hear what you're saying. Ah. Mm. Okay. For the glorification of the body of Christ, or for everybody to come to the understanding of this perfect God. It means everybody has a part to play. Because what answers the question of the person sliding out is what the person is and the more the person is willing to stay. So if I as a person look okay, let me let me I, I just want to it's not I'm not trying to act the question. I'm just trying to say let us see the ripple effect of everything. I'm having crisis of faith. And I'm having it in isolation and I can't talk to Daniel because I don't know how Daniel would react to the matter. But because but over time if Daniel also is in tune or probably is praying for me, which yeah. is what he should do, he gets the word of knowledge to to be able to pull me out of that state which I am and bring me back to church to answer to hear more of the word of God, to strengthen my convictions, which also helps the next person, the next person and like that. So even if my sister is I mean, um, even if my sister is ill, someone through the body of Christ praying, the person is receives healing and like that. So it's it's I think it's a collective effort for everybody to rise up to the occasion Galatians
3: six: that the one who is one that is strong should help the one that is falling. Is a responsibility. If you are in a in a good place, okay, help people around you. Be, be on the lookout. Pray in prayer. Some people might not hear you in words, but they will, they will feel the effect of your prayer. So yeah, so we are responsible. It's family. Why Paul says when they, when one part of the body aches, affects the other. So look out for the other person. Look out for others. Mary first, cause she was upon After that, uh, next person there. Quickly, 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 microphone. I cannot know you by myself unless you take over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is he on? Put it to your mouth like this. The one, the one, di- one directional mic like this. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
4: I actually have a whole lot of questions. Okay, okay. Uh, not today, sir. Uh, only <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. It's not what
0: we're discussing, something. Ah.
3: It's no, we are discussing.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of questions about what we are discussing, but then it's too much, and like just do All right. But this one has
4: been something that has been quite disturbing for me for a week. sorry, my voice is. The mic is, the mic, the mic is low. <laughs>
3: the mic is low itself.
4: Can you guys hear me Okay, um, it's about speaking in tongues, actually. All right. So um, we have the every Christian speaking tongues here, but two questions actually:
0: Does every Christian interpret tongues, and is it possible that um, different people get different interpretation to a certain tongue? Is
3: it possible? All right. So even though there's not this topic, I want to out of mercy. All right. Um, every believer can speak in tongues. Because we'll have God's spirits, So every believer can and should speak in tongues. Alright? So we, we all can. So that's, that's there. So about interpretation. Yes. I get different to the same thing. It's not, again, it's not language. It's not A is apple, B is boy. No, no, no. Tongues is the, God's communication by spirit, okay? It can, it can be ten different things. Do you get it? It's not translation. It's interpretation, okay? Look, I'm saying ten different oh. things. From one tongue, all right. Okay, Victor, last laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, 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 just to continue what you were saying about helping. I say fine, right? Close us sell it. I say fine, Mike. It's single, okay, continue.
0: About, um, <laughs> about
2: helping...
3: <laughs> 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 All right, finish, finish, do Yes, you can.
0: So, um, you said um, about um, helping people through crisis, because uh, in, in the world that we have created for ourselves, it's like every human will eventually have to pass through some form of crisis or another. Mm. And then what I... Um, something I've noticed in scriptures, and especially with especially that part where she was asking about why was David um, called um, a man after God's heart. Yeah. So I've discovered that it's the character of Christ to see the best in people. Yeah. And um, when people are in crisis, that is what... We, maybe someone that is in a stronger state, should reflect mm. because it's in that level of love work that helps them get back to where Christ is. And some,
4: them to yeah.
0: Lead. So just, that's,
3: oh my God. No, that, that's super key. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's the, a the, 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 the brilliant question. Okay, so. Um, if we, if we say that God is people in their cultural, in their cultural um, context, that would it be such that you know gay marriage would want to be before God permissible? Interesting question. Now um, we have clarity of Scripture, and you know in Christ everything is fully revealed. We cannot really see the Bible now and say we don't know. We can't say we don't know. Okay? Because even in the old, that's it, that's it. even in the old, even in the days of, of, um, of Paul, it was popular in, in Corinthian church. Not the Corinthian church, in the Corinthians, in the Gentiles. That was their life. So they had to tell them, if your, if you, your body they do you, marry a maiden. You actually had to put maiden there because they could actually go and take man. That you get that to mention it that if not, you're, you are feeling the urge, marry me. That that made me put there was deliberate because their culture it was so bad that sleeping sleeping with, a man sleeping with the, with the servant servant boy wasn't it, it wasn't a bad thing it was just like using servant. Even the wife is not really cheating. To the wife is not cheating. It's just using your servants. So that's how bad. And even in, in their own case, Paul came to repentance. Paul did not Paul not excuse in their day. So in our own day, we cannot we cannot we cannot you know excuse in our day. We cannot because. We'll still have the Bible and it's still clear. We, we have the Bible. We have, in fact, our we have internet. We have YouTube. We have sermons, We have. That means we we'll, would have to have, have, have cleared the earth first. Friends we in that kind of culture, we would have to have, we have believers. We have to get to the point where we stop talking. We just. It's, it's a, we are trying to forecast here. We have to forecast scenarios. So it means that we as believers agree to it. Number one, so we'll stop talking about it. Number two, that we are not even on debt again. We've left yet. Scenarios. Otherwise, as long as we keep talking, okay, there will still be that restraint against you know that kind, of, that kind of idea. Because again, we have scripture. So we'll still be here to restrain, restrain the ideology. That, now be, There might be a time, there might be a time in some places, it's already happening right now, where lawlessness abounds much more than in other places. Okay, It's also scriptural. Okay? The places where, in the last days, a lot, a lot of people were code. Now we're expressing it at a very high level than before. Okay, but again, there are still voices of reason speaking against those things. So, will there be a time when, when there no voice of reason on that, on that, on that matter? I think we, I think be post-rapture. I think we, I think we'll have left here first. Okay, so that that is when the one that lets will stop. We let totally. He that restrains will totally remove the restraint until now. You know, but until we, are, as, long as, as long as we are here, there will still be a against godlessness It's when we leave that everything can just. Pshh, but I don't, I don't see that happening while we are, while we are here. Scripture does that kind of, um, that kind of um, leeway. And usually, and wait, the world works in cycles too. This just one time stop for a while. The world works in cycles. Now, now, they're not called it a revival of common sense, okay? So it's most likely, again, in another 20 years, this thing will go up and then come down and go up again and come down. It's happened before. Again, when you when look, at the, when look at, the, at the Corinthians, we are letting it work. Many California could put that Paul preach gospel to we. We are learning, we are we are good, our generation is perfect. Who was not his his father's wife in church? And we was not going to repent. And he was in church. He wasn't going to repent. I didn't put that in our day. I didn't put that today. He was not going to repent of it. I was still in church. So our day, we, we I think we have overhyped our day. We have overhyped our issues. People, Paul saw, Paul saw worse. The, the, the culture was fully. Let's even go back, let's go back, go back even more. When people were burning their children, to sacrifice their gods. And they will have sex while doing it. They have sexual orgies, watching their kids die to sacrifice to a god. We are learning. <laughs> no, 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 we are learning. No, people are telling us, they, have, they have sex. Why are they sacrificing their kids to, a, to gods? Kenan, the canaanites that's what they're doing. So, we, not, we, we, have, we, have, we think our, our days too exposed to sin. No, we are not exposed to other people. Other generations were worse. So our days are even good. And why, why is it good? The gospel the gospel, these were totally those those, those pagan cultures were terrible. How bad can it that even to almost to, to was not a sin to them if you are doing your slave. Slave to them is just using. I was those films. You can see in those, those don't go, I want you to don't <laughs> don't right? please. But you can see in those in those ancient those ancient movies of Roman culture, the guy will be talking to his wife. I'm sleeping sleeping with a with a, with, a, with a slave boy, and it's nothing. It's just. He's just using his slave to relieve himself. All right, so. <laughs> All right. Let me just do let me do one one more. Ah, it's past three. We'll do one more, then we'll continue again some other time, okay? Now, does God blind people's eyes? Blind people's eyes. Mark four, ten to twelve, spiritual. Mark four, ten to twelve. Mark four, ten to twelve. Worship, worship is yours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are we there? Uh Ah, you do go vacation. You, you, the you the the
5: HMI. man,
3: all right. You know, what we said here about, about about interpreting scripture is that usually Christ would take it back to the beginning. In the beginning, it was not so. So I said, when I thought about interpreting scripture some years back, I said, these like how you discern what is true, okay? Look at the beginning, okay? Genesis 1 to 3, before sin came. Are you following me? Look at the law, alright? Look at what Christ said about it, the Lord post said about it. So, The beginning, the law, Christ, the apostles. So when you look at all those parts, there's no way in which gay marriage was allowed to to, to make sense. Nowhere. People did it in their pagan culture, but nowhere did it look like we are going back to this any time allowed. So when you see Genesis 1, Genesis, Genesis 2, he made them male and female. And that's why a man will leave his father, and mother, and two become one. Christ echoed this sentiment again. That he made that he made them male and female. Okay, the two become one. So he was taking them back in fact talking about mighty he was taking them back to the beginning. So it's not, it, there won't be a progression that will progress eh, from what what God naturally made. There's no not there be that kind of progression. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot forecast it. We cannot, we cannot. We cannot, we cannot see it in any way that God will one day permit it, okay? Nah, now nah, it's Scripture. Okay? It's like saying right now that God will now one day permit poly, poly, polygamy. Now, we, even when you see Scripture, we moved further away from it because in the beginning it was not so. So even though when, when men went crazy, there's polygamy, but when Christ came, we study started, started what it should be. We've moved further from it. So for example, um, Abraham had... A concubine, and God, 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 God worked with him. But God tells us in the covenant that if you, have, if you want to be a minister, one man, one wife. So the rules increase over time. The the, the God expects more from us over time. Over, over more more exposure to light than lesser. So there is no way we can actually say that one day God will allow Let's, you know. Again, I wish that we had less controversy. I wish there less. I, I wish we could tell everybody God is happy with what you are doing. It's more easy, There will be less crisis, but we have to stay with Scripture. And stay with what is true. Alright. So let's go together. Mark 4, 10 to 10 to 10 to 12. Want to go? When it was alone, the twelve and others around him asked him about the parables. Okay. Eleven. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But those on the outside, everything is said to them in parables. 12, so that they may be ever seen but not perceiving, ever hearing, but understanding, otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. Now, it looks as though Christ was saying in parables that they do not understand. That's the way, if, if you read this straight, like it looks as though Christ was speaking so that they do not understand. But when you actually read it well, it will speak so that, so that in their adult state they can understand. I'll show you all. It will speak so that in their adult state they could at least have some understanding. So it will speak to them in parables so they could relate to Make them understand what he's talking about. So he says the Bible of the sour to use what they know because they are uh, the in agrarian culture. Okay, try to make them understand what he's saying. Because in their states, it could only speak so far. Even, even, even for, for the for the for the apostles, you know, up on the up on the Holy spirit of Saint, it could only show them so much too. Because why? They could not understand it. So he did not, he, he was not trying to make them further, further, further blind by this. It was only revealing their their current status. Do you understand? So at this point, at this point, seeing they will see, but they do not get it. So you have to actually look for how you can make it in a way that they can still make sense of it. All right, let's see the same, the same, the same um, story. Another part, another passage. Matthew 13, 11 to 16. Matthew 13, 11 to 16. Wait to relax. Want to go? All right. All right. Whoever has, will be given more, and there'll be uh, gonna... All right. This is why I speak to them in parables. Those seeing, they do not see. Those hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah: "You will be ever hearing but never understanding; you will be ever seeing but never perceiving." Interesting. For these people's hearts have become callous; they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, see with your eyes, hear with your ears, understand with your hearts, and turn now. So God will actually love to heal them. Okay. But they are not guessing that their, their, their eyes are, they are, they are blind. So God is not celebrating their blindness. It is not blind, he did not blind them. He's not happy with their, with their, with their blindness. He's only saying how they are currently. Do you understand? He's only saying their current state as Isaiah prophesied. Okay? The way they are right now, they can't grab much. What do you do? Look for how you can break it down for them in bits that they can understand it. Do you understand? So he did not blind them. He did not celebrate their blindness. Okay? He will want to heal them, but you know, they could not understand it yet. Alright. So, knowing all these things, right, we now see why we should intercede more for people and for our country. That sin breeds destruction for people and for nations. For people and for nations. That where sin abounds... Calamity, we are bound. This is why. Now look at Look at your country. What's our problem? It's sin, greed, lawlessness. What's, what's the it breeding? Calamity, more and more. So when people say that why are we praying? It's not working. Oh, when that prayer is still holding. Also, let's keep. Let's not stop praying. God will only do as far as man permits him to. What should we do? Pray so that that restraint is there and it's expanded. One will pray, the restraint is expanded. One will stop praying, the restraint is. So we hold, how do you say it in investment? Old oh, the oh, the. that oh, we you doing that some months ago. Old the uh, So we are holding. That's what our prayers do. Old the restraint, expand the restraint. have to pray more. I have to pray more. Let's not stop praying. You know, with all our crises, and all that, in a way, we can see God's protection in Nigeria. This coronavirus thingy, because we did not take any precaution. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "That's divine restraint." Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working, you now. Let's keep praying. If my people are called by my name, open themselves and pray and seek my face. I will turn to my heaven, you know, and I will heal their land. So let's pray. Pray for Nigeria for people to be saved. Pray for, 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 for lawlessness to die to, to die out. Pray. Let's see more prayer ministries. Let's see more people praying about Nigeria. If you are praying for yourself, not praying for Nigeria. <sighs> It is again. It not becomes the tension between your your level of great understanding. You know, it's the tension between your, where you are and where the world is. There will still be that continual push, push. So yes, you may have some protection, some goodness, some, some level of you know experiential blessing. But there's still that you still be having to push to so push what should, be, what, what should be what should be almost you know natural. So now you have to use faith to pray that police will not arrest you on your way out. Now you are using faith to push back what should be, what should not be. So yes, it, it, it works, right? But it, it's still a st- it's an unnecessary strain that can be done in a way that, that can be way, that is unnecessary. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So you have to pray. So you have to, you have to look beyond just about yourself, your life, your welfare, your country matters to how, how, how much you can express your freedom. How much you can express, you know, um, um, the blessing. There will still be that tension. There'll still, be, there'll still be that tension. There'll be that tension. Yes, you rise right above the tension, right? But the tension will still be there. All right? You have to believe God for a big gen. Amen. Believe God. Do you understand? Can't just say, I'm a blessed man. That bless will not unlike you. You have to buy gen. Do you understand? So there's still, <laughs> there'll still be that, that constraint. So your country matters. Pray. Get involved. Be a voice of reason. Be a voice of righteousness. Get involved. Do politics all right are we blessed so we'll continue from there from here next time okay we'll, we'll research more and dig further into it okay it's also help us to begin to think differently about some things okay gives you questions to ask when you read your Bible. And see those things so instead of just conclude and say wow god did this okay like, okay how did this happen why all right you know um he came to ask Jesus. That Moses told them in a, in Moses told us that you can divorce your wife with letters just certificate and say, I'm done. How want Christ told them. From the beginning, it wasn't so. Moses allowed you, first of all, your hardness of heart. Alright? So accommodation. He just you know why he did that? They will kill those women. They cannot divorce her, they will kill her. Do you understand? You could have told them they will kill that woman because their hearts were hard. And it, it happens right now. People kill their spouses because they can. Do you get my point here? So God gives them those who because their hearts were actually hard. They will kill her or set her up in stations for the kitten and stone her to death. So God gives laws to accommodate their hardness. That was not God's will. All right. So it just helps to understand scripture better. To understand what is like, a contradiction, it you know, helps you to begin to think about it different, before you conclude that, I say, God is not God, God is evil, makes sure you totally sit down and relax, okay, and think about it differently and do more research, alright there are other places that clarifies what, where you are hanging, scripture should I explain scripture alright, even in that part God told, said Moses told them, so it's crazy that when you now live that might somebody else you now come back again and say I want her back. It's not possible. Madness. Because that's getting those rules because their hearts were it totally very hard. So it means that you cannot see her with someone that cannot see her happy and say, Ah, she's happy. Shah. I want her back. Disaster. <laughs> Must to break those things down for them to accommodate how hard their hearts were. All right. Can we rise? Please we are finished. Thank you. Not that no. See your mouth. Can't just give your thanks. Thank you for it. So we're, not, we're not done with the program, oh. we have to, for five minutes more to go, so I just, just finished teaching. Uh-huh. Hey, Amen. Just, just give your thanks. Everybody, rise, 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 rise. If you are pregnant, sit down. If you're not pregnant, stand up. Amen. Everybody, If you're not pregnant, get up. If you're under COVID vaccine, maybe. Get up. And just give God thanks for his word. Thank you for understanding. Thank you because we are growing in these things. It gets better. Are we praying? We're learning more and more. We're learning more and more. Are we thanking God? Pray that your eyes of understanding is enlightened. That you begin to understand better and better. You seem clearer and clearer. You seem him clearer and clearer. You seem him clearer and clearer. You seem him clearer and clearer. You see him and clearer. Here is the house to superstition. Here is the house of Muhammad. the roof. He opens up the roof. Fare him in front with his neighbors. Oh, thank you the Spirit. There is a house of more things. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. You know, in every boot camp, we hear the word, and we get drunk in the spirit, okay? So I've heard the word. It's not that what to water, drink of the Holy Ghost. So begin to step up, up, up yourself by praying in tongues. As you pray in the Holy ghost you are been stirred up lesuta gaya de gasudia ele de le devil ghost utala elise prenne de kidia erash de pralada bagasinate lesuta kadia ko soto ghost kadaget oh thank you the spirit thank you the spirit ladigash nozozi the lapra gese tala dabax siandele de devil ghosts oh thank you Holy ghost thank you, Holy Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to pray for you. Praise the Holy Ghost. Praise the praying Ghost. Praise the Holy Ghost. Praise the Holy Ghost. the Holy Ghost. let the Holy Ghost. the Holy Mais la to lo go si andela da baga ste pra gasiande. Elado supremed di gasu pagsiande le de bada. Batela to go satela de guests. Oush. Erada baga si nathe. Mas suto go di yosus. Le sute la dash ste le de de guestus ie. Oh thank you li ghost. Thank you li ghost. Thank you li ghost. Thank you li ghost kada ste. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for the indwelling spirit. 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 spirit. You are in us. You live in us. So we are always turned on. Glory to God. You live in us. You live in us. You live in us. You are at home in us. So we are always done on. Glory to God. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for
2: more info.
0: God bless you.